Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of F-Stop and Smell the Flowers. Perfect for all you film and entertainment enthusiasts out there. I'm your host, Narice, the CEO and founder of Book2 Productions B2P, here to give you the 411 on all things film entertainment, indie production, tech tips, and more. For our first episode, we're going to be diving into something a little deep today. The wonderful world of shooting in inclement weather. I'm talking rain, snow, heat waves, you name it. Now, I've had quite the load of experiences with this throughout my career as an indie filmmaker, but I wanted to bring on a special guest to help me head the conversation. This episode, I'll be joined by Justin Moore, cinematographer, videographer, and producer extraordinaire. Say hi to everyone out there in the back, Justin. Hi to everyone out there in the back. Awesome. So listen, I blizzard, you blizzard, we all blizzard. We definitely have those times on our sets where it is so difficult to have perfect weather all around. I know I've I've had my fair share of things, but definitely talk to me about some of your experiences on set. Uh, well, when it comes to blizzards exclusively, my my uh, senior thesis was definitely a harrowing experience. Um, my film, Day Before Dawn, we were supposed to be filming in New Jersey on our very first day. And the day before, we were loading up all of our equipment, was getting ready, and uh, check, check the weather. And um, it uh, appeared we were getting a few feet of snow overnight. And uh, that did end up happening, and we had to cancel on our first location, which is a uh, old Western-style saloon. Gotta love those Western-style saloons, am I right? Now, I was also on Justin's set for this. I was his director of photography, and I remember the moment that we got the call for the snow, he gave me a call and let me know, hey, this is not gonna work out, so... Tell me about that last minute switch you have to do and finding new locations last minute, then having to prepare to make that travel for your crew. What's that like? Yeah, so um, obviously we were trying to trying to prioritize safety and really there's there's no possible way we were gonna get to our first location um, on that first day. And we we knew we were gonna have to plan something else. And I kind of just put that on a side burner at the moment. I'm like, all right, how are we gonna get people to our second location, which was just about six hours away, uh, driving? We were in Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah, yeah, west west of Pittsburgh, I think. Um, yeah, pretty far up there. I would say yeah. closer to the New York border, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, about twenty minutes, I think, from the New York border, and there's already like two feet up, two feet of snow up there. They they had it months before us. Um, and yeah, so that Friday, uh, when the snow was still coming down, we were just figuring out the safest way to do it. And, um, we, we did end up leaving that day. Uh, the snow had calmed down and we got everyone up there safely. And then from there, uh, luckily that weekend went pretty much as normal, um, Schedule wise, we got everything done um, as it was pretty much just what we had allotted. Yeah, the biggest thing on set, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, Justin, we have to make sure that equipment is staying warm. I know when I'm holding on to the Alexa Mini we were using, or the Alexa Pro, if I'm not mistaken, Alexa, the Alexa Classic. Alexa Classic. So when I was holding on to that Alexa Classic, it definitely would shut down like every couple of minutes because we were in such freezing temperatures. So bringing it inside, we didn't even have actual heating in either the Airbnb we were staying at or even on set. And it was an old time shack, yeah. right? Yeah. So we were shooting in a, um, we were shooting in a small lakeside cabin. Uh, could not tell that there was a lake there in mid-February. There um, Was there a lake? Yeah, there was a lake next. To, I don't know if you knew that. 
all I know is that um, but you know, that, that that cabin that we were at was was right on the side of a lake. It was just buried in snow. Yeah, all I know is um, that I was hanging a lot out a lot with the production designer when we ever we had downtime on set, yeah. and he was ripping out chunks of ice and using them as his gua sha for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, so our only source of heat um, at the little cabin was a um, wood stove or yeah and i yeah wood stove inside the the little cabin um kept kept enough wood in there to keep it going pretty much nonstop uh throughout the throughout the shoot days and whenever somebody needed to warm up the actors would go in and pull their boots off and put their feet up next to the fire or even stick with their boots on i remember um the lead actor he would put his foot almost in the fire to warm up his toes yeah it got really, really bad on set. We had hot hands constantly, so that's always a pro tip. Make sure you have your hot hands ready. This is not a sponsorship, but hot hands definitely save the day. And always, again, see if you can have a running car nearby just so your crew and your cast can always run in and get some warmth. I know I was freezing pretty bad, and I had five layers of clothing on, so yeah. layer it up. Get those long johns in and ready to go. But also, let's talk little bit more about travel and I'll get into this later with a film of my my own uh, directing and writing but the travel to and fro your set definitely interesting we didn't have any issues in the car we were traveling in but if I recall there was an issue with one of the cars getting back because of the cold because of the snow yeah well actually uh the the cars were kind of an issue the whole time so we had um, a lot of ice and snow around the set, and it was a dirt road to get to the smaller cabin. And well, um, the steep hill that you had to get up to the Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, that didn't help. That didn't help. But um, that was paved at least, or plowed, not paved. Well, it was paved, but it was plowed. Paved um, and plowed. Yes. Uh, but the dirt road that led to the cabin was not, coincidentally. Um, and we had a uh, car go and get stuck. Um, and as we were trying to push it out. We um, grabbed one of our trucks and tried to pull it out, and then the truck got stuck. And we had to reach out to the um, property owner, and he was able to get all of the vehicles out. And that actually ended up becoming an issue down the line uh, because one of the the original car that got stuck definitely could not handle um, getting out um, and ended up breaking down about halfway back, and the uh, cast member and the crew members that were in that car ended up being stuck in, I think like the middle of Pennsylvania. Obviously I had to, I had to dip into that emergency budget and grab them a hotel for a couple of nights. Put on that producer hat and really take, (laughs) take control on that situation. So, you know, that's why we make the emergency budgets or the contingency budgets. So what advice would you give to young filmmakers out there, either in the indie world or if they're still on the student level, or even if they're just doing a passion project for fun and dealing with inclement weather? Kind of always goes back to preparation, preparation, preparation. Obviously, if I wasn't six hours away, hope uh, I would have probably gone to the location itself scouted it out seen what the roads were like and then perhaps make some contingencies uh, or plans um, to get around having cars get stuck and whatnot maybe buy more hot hands i might have invested in some like propane heaters which are a very handy uh, thing that you can just kind of carry around and is an amazing source of heat because we're talking about 
near micro budget short films here, like budget five grand, six grand ish, something around those lines. So we're not these big budgets. We're here talking about indie film production, very micro level. And again, this was just in senior thesis film. So I know in terms of some of my own experiences, also for my senior thesis, Where the Horizon Lies, we're talking about a post-apocalyptic zombie-esque movie that we're shooting at the beginning of February. And as Justin dealt a lot with snow being unplowed, we actually shot in the middle of the woods in my old Girl Scout camp. And the property manager was super, super helpful. He would plow everything that we needed, but... I had this outdoor scene and I had wanted snow, light snow, because I thought that it would look really, really good for our opening scene in the film. But we ran into a blizzard the last day. Justin was my DP on this. Often him and I will switch hats for director DP, depending on the projects. Um, I definitely have such an awesome time working with you. So it was something goes both ways. (laughs) So it was definitely on my set. I know we dealt with pure blizzard, like hard to see, couldn't even really like almost near whiteout conditions. And a lot of my crew, we had a 20 person set because we were shooting in the middle of COVID-19 and we're trying to keep our crew as small as possible. Shooting in the middle of a blizzard caused quite a lot of stir. We wanted to send people back. So my AD and my producers, we all had talked about making sure that some of our crew members that weren't needed could go home. So we just had the bare bones on set. We had scripty, we had DP, we had one AC. I think our gaffer our ended gaffer. up ACing. He yes. just kind of did, did whatever yeah. I asked him to. Shooting in the middle of a blizzard was definitely difficult. Making sure we wrapped up all of our equipment in trash bags, tarps, you name it. I know You can also attest to this as well. Like you were wrapped up in a trash bag, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think I might have had that poncho over me, and I think the camera lens was sticking out of the hood of the poncho. Yes. uh, While I was just still in there. Yeah. It it definitely worked. I I did need someone to sort of guide me. Yes, we had our AD, who was your 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 shoulders and your guide in a sense, grabbing you from behind, making sure you'd aim certain ways. If not the AD, then I was definitely doing that. But I will say though, because we were so short staffed that day, we were the most efficient. We definitely kept it to maybe two or three takes and nailed it every single time we were even able to which wasn't even budgeted in our time we were even able to reshoot one of the scenes for continuity's sake because of the snow and it came out gorgeous like even in final color it looked so stunning with you have the white coming down it wasn't overexposed it was like that perfect grittiness and it added a sort of pale nature to it so a lot of thinking on your feet definitely and i'm sure you'll agree with this as well justin think on your feet Make sure you're warm. Make sure you have places to house your actors, your crew, because that's ultimately what helped us out a lot. And being able to, again, rotate people out, make sure people had breaks. We were all rushing anyways in an efficient manner because we wanted to get inside. But it was really cool to have that final kumbaya after that last day. We were eating our final meal before packing up the truck and heading back. But we all felt extremely accomplished, which was really, really neat. I mean, yeah, even even with the stuff that we were doing on the smaller sets, like with our own money budget, um, 
it, it did really reflect what I've seen on the larger budget productions that I have been on, where, you know, you had you had people coming out of water freezing freezing their butts off and it, it was Towels at the ready. <laughs> towels at the ready, blankets at the ready, get them near some heat. Get them in a running car. Have hot hands, have warmth, make sure you are all set and prepared and ready to go. Now, we've talked about a lot of snow. We've talked about blizzards, whiteout conditions. I also want to just kind of move into heat, like heat waves in general. So I know you've had experience with this. A lot of my projects, I usually film like sort of the first half of the year, if not like the latter half of the year when it's cold. But I don't think I've shot a project in the dead of summer. That's something I will be tackling this coming summer as I work on Mariposa with book two productions. But I haven't tackled heat so far. So what experiences do you have with the wave of heatness? Um, at the Right off the top of my head, I have two two different examples one that did it wrong and one that did it better but not great (laughs) um so the first one was like freshman year of school for me and we were shooting in a school and it was muggy and it was hot and we had a lot of equipment to move around and it just did not go well more recently i was on a production and it was i think probably late april middle of manhattan very hot small apartment um, with a lot of people moving around and when that happens it was it gets hot um naturally especially with you know lights running and everything uh if you don't have good ventilation things are going to get hot really quickly absolutely and with the beeping streets you can't even open a window yeah um so with that it was really important to some people just stepped outside we had the fire escape outside and like kind of took shifts going out there yeah I so you're having of, that rotation going on yeah, as well i spent most of my time out there honestly you gaffed um, that one correct yeah i was gaffing so uh half the time i was actually working on the lights that were out there and the bounces and whatnot and the other half of the time i'm like saying i'm working on it and just cooling off well, there's something as well, too. Now you have all these lights that are beaming into this apartment, almost like a magnifying glass through some of these windows. So yeah. how do you think it is for actors that are on the other side of the camera, too? Like they have these lights beating down on them. You're sweating in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah, it's definitely rough for them because you got to make sure that um, if they're sweating because they, they you you don't want to look sweaty on camera if that's not what you're going for. And they definitely don't want to look sweaty. So uh, that's something that if, if you have your hair and makeup, like, powder 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 them up get rid of that grease get them some towels and whatnot yeah. yeah um and yeah and then the biggest thing that was the biggest help was just plenty of water i was probably drinking like two bottles of water an hour um stay hydrated hydrate or dehydrate and, and that's what i would say every time right before killing a bottle of hydrate dehydrate <laughs> um yeah so that was that's definitely important they they that that set did it better for sure but yeah, it seems definitely like having your producers take note of that yeah. or even as a producer on set and making sure you have that rotation going on. The issue is I would also say try to bring fans into the equation if possible, but then you got to cut that as soon as sound is rolling. Yeah, we. I'm pretty sure we might have had some stuff and then there were times where we'd roll and then somebody didn't cut it and we'd have to go again for the sound. Yeah. That or that might have been with heaters in a cold environment, but... Same, same, same concept works either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just like stuff that on a production level, I would say on like a, on a personal level, if you're like in a production and you can't control any of these factors, I mean, obviously control what you can for yourself. 
either either end layers layers yeah layer Layer up layer down down. don't streak that's not professional (laughs) um but i guess speaking more into the tune of sound we've also we've been on a set together where we've had to deal with wind now i was dp on this set as well and we had such a big issue we were filming on the beach it was colder, not too cold, and we were all pretty layered. We had hot hands at the ready for sound. We have that wind that's constantly heckling us, especially at the beach. So I don't remember quite what we ended up doing. I know we had our windscreen going for a portion of it, but I do believe we had to re-angle some things, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure we were using something to try and block the wind from hitting the the mics and for the most part it was working um but it was definitely definitely one of those things where you just kind of forget that it exists until you're in it so i guess after kind of going through our experiences today if you had to give new independent filmmakers student filmmakers your top five tips i think a top five is pretty gnarly so let's do top five tips for handling inclement weather we're talking rain snow wind when it gets hot outside for number five on a personal level wear layers this is this is another reason i support film flannels um always and forever uh flannel is the perfect piece of clothing so number four hot hands yes um number three um these are kind of in no particular order i gotta be honest okay so just like a general five yeah um number three um, prep work is always good. Uh, contingency plans and rain dates and all of that are pretty essential. Um, cause you know, uh, something can happen like with me, you cancel a day and I had to end up whole, scheduling a whole new weekend that I was not ready for. Um, and that, that ended up really hurting my budget. I gotta be honest. Next, if you can get to your locations before, um, this is two now I'm on to two. If you can get to your locations beforehand, that's great. The weather can impact those. And then uh, finally, honestly, probably just a good idea to check your weather app. <laughs> check the forecast. Check trust. the forecast constantly. Uh, trust your meteorologists, but at the same time, don't trust your meteorologists. Interesting combination. But I definitely agree with all of those. It's it's really, really important to have lots of things in place when you're going to be shooting in inclement weather and particularly on the micro budget and sort of lower budget end films, we, we have to be careful because a lot of times there are things that we don't necessarily account for because we're trying to bring to life our pieces in the best way possible. But definitely always keep what Justin said in mind. So as long as you're prepared, tarps and all, you'll be good to go. Uh, All right, that is a wrap on our first episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today, Justin. Make sure to follow us everywhere you can get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, oh my, and give us a follow on Instagram at book2productions and spell out that number, T-W-O. You can also check us out online at www.book2productions.com for more insights insight on all things film production from the latest gadgets to how best you can tackle your next edit. Also make sure to give Justin a follow on Instagram at Justin186 and you're going to be spelling Justin a little bit differently. That is J-U-S-T-Y-N
N186. This is Nuri Smaller from Book 2 Productions. Take out those cameras, film whatever you can, and remember to F-stop and smell the flowers. Bye.